what it is, what's up, and welcome everyone to Faces and Feels. I'm your host, Rafe Houston, and today I am joined by a very special, a very great guest. That's right. As we head towards the event that is Dude, Where's My Ring, I'm joined by the one and only, the great George. How are you today, sir? Yes. Hello. Yes. I'm very good. Thanks for asking. Yes. And yourself? I am not too bad. Well, actually, I'm terrible. Like I just said, <laughs> said to you off mic, my entire computer system has crashed and we're doing this old school. It's phone into the desk and we're recording it, but we're getting it done today, bud. So I want to thank you for your time. That's right. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. I know you've got the backups. So, so not disaster, right? But, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, ha- happy to be on. Very happy to be on. Yes. Excellent. No worries, buddy. So um, as I mentioned to you before, and if you, you've heard the shows, there's only one question on faces and feels. And that is when you think back to how you first got into professional wrestling, what were some of the first faces that stood out to you? Yeah, I, I was like, I, I was thinking about this because you asked me, um, you know, I think I always say, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. and I think maybe um, as a kid, those were the guys that were getting pushed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know how, like, as a kid, you're not really that smart, and mm-hmm. yeah, because now I really like Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle, but I think it's because their style. Yeah, but I think as a kid, like, those were the guys that were getting the push. You know? So yeah, yeah, you liked it. Out. You appreciated it in a different way. Like it was like that for me too. Like when I think back to how I used to enjoy wrestling as a kid, it's sort of not the same way I enjoy it now. You know, like right. I kind of like pulling it apart and dissecting it and trying to understand the craft of it. Whereas when I was a kid, I just used to like it because it was dudes fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when you're the real fan. Yeah, I, I'll tell you my number one though. Uh, thinking about it, Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, okay. This is the first time in uh, this many episodes that I've ever heard the name Scotty Too Hotty as an influence. Yeah. Was he a big one for you? I used to he love him when I was younger. Yeah, that, that was my favourite. You know, but he could have won the world title with the worm. I would have loved it, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he would always lose, you know, so he can't be my favourite, you know. It's got to be Kurt Angle going for the world title, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Scotty Too Hotty like... If he had gone, won the world title, that would have been like tops for me. You know? Yeah, you would have been perfectly okay with it. They were a great group, weren't they? Too cool, him, Grandmaster, Sexay, Rikishi, all them together, all the dancing. They were well over like crazy. Yeah, I guess it's just funny, you know. I guess that's probably one of the reasons why I like wrestling because the, you know, it's it's a lot of comedy in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Everything's funny, you know, the, the whole um, sport, you know, then definitely those guys. It's the pageantry of it. It's the show. It's the whole thing, right? Yeah, they're big, big characters and, mm-hmm. you know, and they're interacting with each other. Yeah, I think it's always been like that, you know, and even the way people are, you know, selling or their offense, mm-hmm. you know, even the way they just move around. Like, I always like um, Booker T's got a very interesting way of, moving you know sure. it's like um a cartoon you know it's hilarious i, I love watching booker too mm-hmm. yeah absolutely he he's like you say he's one in a million as well and has like a very cartoony sort of offense and movement and you know the way he dramatizes things and his facial reactions and stuff are, are absolutely priceless when you were like yeah. liking this stuff as a kid how did you then decide that you wanted to wrestle or even find wrestling? 
Yeah, I, I was late starter. So these other guys in the podcast, this from this dude, Where's My Ring show, they've been in it 13 years, 17 years. You know, these are my heroes. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh, started at 26. So big break for me. Um, yeah, I'm not, I never knew that there was wrestling around, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. in Perth. I would have been there every week, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I come to it late in life, about 26 I started, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was getting in shape. I used to play baseball. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, getting in shape for the season, mm-hmm. right? And I, I put on, like, I think probably about three or four kilos, right? Yeah. So I'm all pumped up. <laughs> And I started, um, like, all my friends. Sometimes I do this thing where I just do the same thing over and over again. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I was doing, like, the super, um, what's his name? Superstar Billy Graham promos. Oh, yeah. You know? okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, look at the arm or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I forget what he says now. I'm on the spot. But yeah. the man with the plan, the man of the hour, the man with all the power, the man who's too sweet to be sour. You know, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I found out, you know, that there's wrestling schools and, you know, I just got it in my head, okay, I'm going to go down mm-hmm. and, and join it. And, you know, I went to the SHWA show. You know, I was living in a different country. Sorry, this has become a long answer. No, 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 no. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no rules on this show. You just, <laughs> we, we figure it out. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. Uh, so I was over living overseas. Okay. I came back to um, Australia. Mm-hmm. Second day, I went to SHWA. Okay. They sold out 250 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't people sitting in the aisles is their mid-year mayhem show, mm-hmm. and really good show. Mm-hmm. Now they didn't sell out 250 people for the next five years or something. I was there, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's sort of funny. But I went to that show. This is great. I went to training two days later. You know, I met all the guys, and um, yeah, that's how how I sort of joined um, SHWA. Yeah, and where were you living overseas? So I was studying um, music in America. I was um, living, uh, studying, and then working in uh, Boston and New York. Wow! Mm-hmm. And what what do you what instruments do you play? Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I know that you've got the background in music as well, right? Yeah, I'm right. Um, guitar player. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so this is for like all the music people. This become. You want to interview me about music? We can do that as well. Um, my uh, guitar teacher over in over in the United States, he was uh, best friends with George Benson. Okay. You know, I used to go to his house. Had played George Benson's guitar. Wow. Um, but you know, I don't want to lose the um, wrestling people. But I love love guitar, and um, you know, it's sort of relevant because this dude wears my ring show. We do have um, fans playing. Absolutely. Plus, there's uh, there's one thing that I learned when doing this podcast, George, is that I really just do whatever interests me and talk about whatever interests me, and then yeah, people okay. can either listen to it or not, and I don't care. So <laughs> it's fine. Wherever the conversation goes, there's no rules. I've been on tangents where I've spoken to, to guys like we've done a full interview, and then the last half hour to an hour is just us talking about comic books. You know what I mean? So there is no yeah. rules. You can tell me about anything. I find it fascinating uh-huh. that, you, that you you know move to the States to literally um, you know study music and do all that kind of stuff. So were you specifically um, just guitar or have you experimented with other instruments or what's the go? Yeah, I wish, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, I played a lot of different style guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but sure. just just really guitar is what I've only ever done, you know. Yeah. I do a bit of I mean, it's still singing, a lot. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And are you playing in any bands now or are you doing anything with it? Yeah, I'm in uh, a big band, mm-hmm. um, you know, like uh, jazz big band. Yeah, yep. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so, you know, listeners come down, a bit of swing dancing, swing shift big band. Yep. Am I allowed to say that? Of yeah. course you can. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's really enjoyable. Got, you know, some really great players and, um, yeah, I love music, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, so what's your what's your opinion of the likes of Shattered and Rat King? Because if you're you're you know jazz big band and you know classically trained guitarist and all this, are you, are you into stuff like Rat King and Shattered? Are you into heavier stuff, or are, are they an offence to your delicate sensibilities? <laughs> no, I, I will go to you know. So I've got friends on the show, and they say, "Look, you know, uh, we want your opinion on the band." You know, and it's like, I love like so many types of music, never really got into um, that style. Now, I will say, I used to do, be in bands, and we used to do Battle of the Bands shows. Sure, yep. And my band was like, um, you know, the guy used to write sort of 60s pop Beatles songs, really catchy, like really great songs. Mm-hmm. But then these, um, you know, sort of heavy bands would come on, mm-hmm. And I perform after us, and it was like, like, no one is going to vote for us. Like, <laughs> it's a really good live show. Yeah. You know, it's so much energy to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's fantastic live. It's incredible to, to see live, even though, you know, I wouldn't listen to it on a record. Say, yeah. Yeah. Or I, I wouldn't understand listen that. to it in my car. Yeah. And yeah. I know and what I'm you like, mean. Well, what yeah, that like as well, like live, it's a, it's a completely different vibe. But in those battle for for the yeah. bands thing, it's it's almost a bit of an unfair contest because it's presented completely differently. I know this. Yeah. I won a few of those contests the exact same method. You know what I mean? We come in, we play yeah. last as like the metal band, and there's jumping and things being thrown around, and like going. It's it's like pro wrestling, you know, like it's this huge big show, and the the crowd's left going. You know, what did we just see? That was awesome. And it's more yeah. of a visual spectacle than like, uh, you know, like where on recorded maybe <laughs> what you were playing would be much more on everybody's, you know, radio. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I answer the question, yeah, I don't know the band. I have to go to yourself on the night. Mm-hmm. And, or, you know, if you know anything about them. Um, sure. But, yeah, I, I haven't even... Um, I should give them a listen for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, I would say that both bands are are awesome live and they're definitely, you know, worth a watch um, live. And then if if you, you know, pick up the vibe, they've got plenty of recordings. They've got some fun videos and stuff. But everybody uh, listening should definitely check out both Shattered and Rat King. Uh, I will try and remember to put their links in the notes to this episode. uh, So they can. Yeah, especially if you go to the show, right? Because the best thing you go to a show you got to know one song that the band is going to play, right? Exactly, exactly. Give you something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they, mm-hmm. they're going to bring the vibe of the entire show all together. Yo, let me stop you right there. I just need to holler at everybody and tell them about NordVPN. This service has been a bit of a game changer for me, man. Not only are they one of the first services, you know, to believe in me, and to believe in this podcast, which is pretty amazing. But it's also been great to like 
pick up my internet access and throw it around the world. I've been able to access all the streaming services. I've been able to check out different shopping sites. It's keeping me safe and sound on the internet and protecting all of my important data. It's been pretty damn awesome. So if you want to give it a chance for yourself, if you want to try it out, if you want to get amongst the glory that is NordVPN, just go to nordvpn.com slash feels and use the code feels to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan and at one additional month for free. Uh, it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, which is pretty sweet. So yeah, nordvpn.com slash feels and use the code feels. Now let's get back to the interview. So so tell me this, after you, you, know, you start training, you start doing schwa and everything like that, how does the great George come about? Because I actually saw you wrestle not that long ago and it was yeah. in like kind of, it was for Southern Territory Wrestling and it was in like a traditional rules match. The legendary Marty Jones was ringside and you guys were doing yeah. like a full point system and all this stuff. So how did all of yeah. that come about? Yeah. Um, so the character, uh, it's like just, you know, you don't want to get put with something. Mm-hmm. So it's just a natural of myself, you know, my natural personality. Yeah. Now the style, you know, my coaches were um, Jared Sly and Felix Young. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they sort of nurtured my interest in wrestling is like, I used to watch um, like the old, um, there's a YouTube video uh, um, channel, Chicago Wrestling Archives. Okay. And it's got like um, Lou Thayer's and Buddy Rogers matches, all those old guys, you know, um, Vern Gagne. Um, I used to watch that. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, I guess it came out in the training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Felix and um, Slate, they have got like this passion for, it's funny um, watching them, people who watch them long enough will see it, mm-hmm. but they're incredible um, technical wrestlers. Yeah. And aren't like genius and they know everything. Mm-hmm. And so they saw my passion there, my interest and really nurtured it. You know, whenever I'm down at training, Hey guys, let's do a bit of um, grappling. You know, I noticed it. Mm-hmm. And um, so it just sort of naturally developed mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure it's the same for every wrestler. Mm-hmm. My answers are very long, I noticed. Did you notice that? <laughs> there's, no, there's no rules, but it doesn't matter. It's totally fine. You just keep going because it, it's, yeah. it's all about, like, e- exposing people and, like, you know, uh, giving people a window into sort of your thought process and who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there's no rules to how long your answers can be or, or anything like that. So do not worry about that. You, we've got as long as you – well, we've, we've got only so long before you need to go to training, but we you can absolutely like take as long as you like to get to your point. But I think yeah, that it's yeah. interesting that, you, you know, when I first asked you what faces you, you know, kind of drew you in, you, you said guys like, you know, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit – and then you're also yeah. talking about deep diving then back into the likes of Vern Gagne and stuff. So you're, you're obviously like a little bit of an older soul with like uh, an appreciation for that sort of mat work where, I mean, with the yeah. exception of Scotty Too Hotty, but the, yeah. the the like where most, you know, the most common answers I get are the likes of, you know, The Rock or Jeff Hardy and, and things like that, yep. you know. So it's just interesting that they 
spotted that in you and then sort of in, encouraged you to sort of develop the stuff you were passionate about? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sure it's many people out there like this, but, you know, if with music, mm-hmm. you know, I like stuff from, like, if I listen to pop music, I like to listen to, like, 60s or 50s, you know? Yeah, okay. And even, like, comedy, like, I'm not a, an expert on all types of, all comedy, but I like, same, like, old stuff. So, it, it, you know, it, I don't know what it is, really, but, you know, that's what I'm sort of, drawn to you know and, yeah yeah um, just find yeah. yourself uh, like drawn to that older stuff and those kind of sensibilities yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, God, that's really interesting mm-hmm. well, yeah um i i did enjoy the <laughs> the whole like sort of armor situation that you had going on and <laughs> like all that that costume so is that that pageantry sort of came naturally as like the sort of pomp and circumstance of the great george started to emerge yeah, so my, um, you know, background is Macedonian. Like my parents are Macedonian yep. or my grandparents as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, STW, I'm very over the top there. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, you know, trying to go over the top as possible. I think I had too much on. <laughs> I had the helmet, <laughs> the breast guard, the cape, and the, it took too long to get it off. You know, it's like you got to get the uh, Goldilocks zone, you know, just enough. and Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous sort of um, get up <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. for that um, company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have uh, that sort of pageantry planned for Dude Wears My Ring or or you have a more stripped down kind of street wear for something like that? Yeah, i got to do something, right? Mm-hmm. I find that, um, you know, this is now my thought process. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it? Even, you know... You go to um, somewhere, even you might find something <laughs> on the backstage before you go out to the ring, you know. Yeah. It, it's, it's nice to have something different mm-hmm. um, coming out for the fans, you know, to um, bite into. But I've got to think of something, you know. Let me know, uh, Raf. Give me a text. <laughs> if I think of anything. I, I kind of think that uh, the uh, the armor situation might get over huge in a bar situation because they're like, you yeah. know, they're seeing brawls, they're seeing falls count anywhere, they're expecting death matches and then out trots you in full armor declaring you're about to do this like full rules grappling contest of gentlemen in the center of the ring might actually be really, really awesome. I, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, maybe I've, some, yes. I just finished speaking to Aaron O'Malley today and he was kind of taking me through the rules and, you know, his sort of background in the, the British yeah. style and stuff. And I, I think uh, I think he's a good person for you to bounce ideas off and I think he'd probably be about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And something like that, some the armour, mm-hmm. something unique. Yeah. I'm feeling it, yeah. yeah. It's just fun. Yeah, a bit of fun, right? Exactly. Maybe you put some, I don't know, some graffiti or some extra spikes on it so you, he's like a bad boy for the night or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> This is all good for me. Yes. This is all this is all good. We'll keep rocking rocking out. How was it uh meeting and working with Marty Jones? Okay, so this is like unbelievable. Yeah. So I you know, every time I go to um train like I used to I said to you, I used to watch the old sixty stuff, the sure. Chicago Wrestling Archives. Mm-hmm. And Slate and Eli go, Oh, you've been watching World of Sport mm-hmm. and you know, I'll tell you like I no, I have no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. And I go, Oh yeah. And, you know, slowly, slowly I started watching it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I won't go to um, training without watching 
some of those matches. Mm-hmm. You know, I won't wrestle a match without watching some of those matches. Yeah. So I watch it, you know, multiple times a week. And then they say the champion, light heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. long time champion, uh, is coming out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he's being part of your match, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was unbelievable. He did a seminar um, the day before. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had the match. He did a seminar the day after, and it was just me and my two coaches turned up. Yeah. So basically a private lesson. Yeah. Uh, with Marty Jones and my, um, yeah, he was incredible. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it is, um, you know, communication in the ring mm-hmm. with body language. Everything was like sensational. My, um, motivation just dropped after that mm-hmm. for like probably a month and a half. Cause I go, I think, you know, that's about it. Oh, you were, do you mean like in that, like you, you felt like you'd hit the pinnacle? You're like, that's the top for me. I can't believe I got that experience and and everything like that. You're like, it doesn't get much better than that. What's next? You know, a yeah, private yeah, lesson. Yeah. Me and my coach, yeah, after the day after the match, you know, for a few hours going through these um, sequences, yeah. you know, with Marty Jones, mm-hmm. what <laughs> I'm kind of thinking. You know what else is coming my way on the horizon? Yeah, you know? and it's yeah. like that was amazing. You know, mm, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it sounds like to be honest, you're probably one of the few people in Perth like that would really understand the magnitude of him being here. You know what I mean? I know there was people in the crowd and stuff like that that probably didn't even know who he was nor understood it. You know, I had heard the name, but it's not like I'm I'm a huge world of sport fan or anything like that. And then for you yeah. being such a huge fan to get that opportunity it's like it was handpicked for you like a personal kind of uh you know career highlight and that that's just really awesome man and like for somebody that works as hard as you do that's trying to do that kind of stuff that's that's literally perfect right yeah that's right and yeah like you said i've been sort of lucky that over the last year even the promoters have sort of given me the chance you know they say hey we're going to do this new style because it is different Mm -hmm. you know and it's even new for myself yeah and you know i'm sure you saw that in the crowd that you know it's a different style Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not going to be um everyone's cup of tea and sometimes you know it it will work and sometimes it won't Mm -hmm. you know but i've had these matches that oh you know all we're doing is grappling and and the crowd is it's the hottest match you know and it gets yeah. this is awesome and stuff like that so you know it does definitely come off it is a different style yeah you might might not be your favorite but you can definitely say you know and it's a credit to the promoters that have put put faith in me and my opponent you know we're going to do something different here mm-hmm. you know absolutely. Uh, it is a chance mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely and i think as well when we talk about dude where's my ring the fact we're going to yeah. put that kind of star like style in the middle of a bar, like after bands have played, after other things have happened, is a testament to their belief in you and and belief in Aaron. And I was speaking to him today, and he's definitely got some ideas and some plans. And he's like, it's all about reading the crown and making things work. So I'm very yeah. interested to see how it's going to plan out and what you guys come up with on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my rule that I normally go with mm-hmm. is don't try to fight an Irish guy. Yeah, okay, this makes sense. 
So I'm going against my one of my rules that I do, you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah looking, that's yeah. gonna be awesome. How did you find out about Dude, Where's My Ring? Uh, were you approached about? Obviously, Felix and Slater are a part of it. So did they come to you with it, or did Michelle reach out? Yeah. So little funny. Um, I was actually playing a, a gig as late at night. And I do my technique when I play a gig where I drink a couple of beers. That's my kind of technique too. That's that's my special technique that I do. <laughs> and so I get, I'm back to my car at the end of the night yeah. and I see the text, you know, um, from uh, Michelle, you know, hey, would you be interested in doing the, the no ring um, match? And I says, you know, oh yeah, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, and then I go the next morning, I go, hold on a minute. What, what did I agree to? Uh, you know, I'm so happy that I did that. You know, I'm like really pumped up for the show. Mm-hmm. I am really like excited about the other matches as well. Yeah. Like just for example, um, maybe people could be possibly sleeping on it. It's the Hayden, uh, the Zenith and Axton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Fool's Count guys, Anywhere. Uh, yeah. Fool's Count Anywhere match. And these two, like, are incredible athletes. You know, these two can do things that there's nobody else in Perth that can do what those two can do. You know, they're really, really good athletes. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, to see what they're going to be able to do in that um, free free scenario, you know, that's, like, worth the ticket, I think, itself. Surely, yeah. And, I mean, the tickets are so affordable. And, like, we know, being in the group chat and stuff, those two went to the venue like just to like to film that program and just to take in the surroundings and like to to feel it out and stuff, you know. I mean, they've been putting a lot of thought into it, and I think I think all of the people that are coming to the show are going to be really impressed. I, I think that we have an opportunity here to do something really cool. Um, yeah, it and looks for, great. for the first time, right? Like you know, if you, if you're one of those people who has said, "Oh, you know, I'd go to wrestling shows in Perth if they weren't so far away," and you know, all of these things or they weren't all ages or whatever, here's your chance. This is it. We're, we're about to live it. It's at Badlands. It's a great location. It's 18 plus. You can have a few beers. There's bands playing. There's going to be violence. There's going to be mat wrestling. There's going to be force count anywhere. There's a royalty match. There's all sorts of things going on. Like it's going to be the best $25 you could ever spend, I reckon. Yeah, is that 25, is it? 25 if you buy it in advance or 30 at the door. So it makes oh sense to just God. grab it now. You'd be crazy. <laughs> no, but honestly, you would. Yeah. Like I said, that is a joke, but, you know, you, you sold, you're you saying the truth, you know. This is um, an entertaining show. It just is, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I have paid, like, 30 to 40 bucks just to go to Rat King shows. You know, they're, they're a band that I really like, okay. and, and, like, I go yeah. there. Like, we just bought tickets to go see them on a boat in a month or whatever, drop like 70 bucks or whatever it was to go on this boat show. And it's just Rat King playing on a boat and drinking beers, you know what I mean? But this, you get them, you you get Shattered, you get all these matches, you get to see the smash hit Joel Bateman, former ICW, American Deathmatch champion, former Deathmatch Down Under Deathmatch champion. You've got the Pulse. They've held every fucking tag team belt in... Western Australia in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't know. Like, you've got the great George. You've got Aaron O'Malley. He's held every title that has ever been. He's, like, been in the UK. That's huge. just come back. Michelle, Shahil, yourself. Like, it's it's going to be Michelle's awesome, man. Great, Michelle's a great wrestler. I trained with Michelle. She's really it's good. amazing, right? And, and Shahil, like, I don't like following him. 
you know, he's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I feel like I don't want to follow that. So yeah. that's going to be great as well. He's a know? lot of charisma, great right? Guy. Like he's, he's a yeah. real personality, like a real rock yeah. star kind of wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he is, man. Like I said, he's very like too much charisma, man. No, thanks. Dude, that's it. Hey, tell everybody where to find the great George. How do they follow you? How do they keep up with everything to do with you? Oh, um, so yeah, I do have the social media, Facebook, I got <laughs> Instagram, I got Turkish coffee tutorial on there. <laughs> okay. So if, if you like that, I've got YouTube where I used to do my window cleaning tutorials. <laughs> okay. That's, we got, we, we got window cleaning podcast coming up next, next time, Raf. <laughs> window cleaning and music, but, uh, you know, I'm on there and, um, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, that's my expertise. But, you know, I'm at uh, uh, Dude Where's My Ring, S-H-W-A, E-P-W, S-D-W. That's, that's the best places to find me. Absolutely. All the links will be in the show notes. We'll get you all over everything that is the great George. And, dude, I want to thank you for making time for me. We put this together in like a day, and I even then still had to push you back with all my system issues. So I'm going to let you get out to training. I know you've got a lot of work to put in before Dude's Where's My Ring next week, and I'm just pumped to meet you, and I'll look forward to seeing you face-to-face, yeah? Yeah, I really look forward to meeting you. Thank, thanks again. Thanks for putting me in and, and, and messaging me. And, um, yeah, I look forward to meeting you soon. Absolutely, dude. Thank you so much. So for everybody out there, for the great George, for Dude Where's My Ring, and for Faces and Feels, remember, it's all about peace, love, and pro wrestling. Thanks for spending your time listening to the Faces and Feels podcast. Faces and Feels is a DIY project recorded and edited in-house by me, Rafe Houston. You can show your support by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Faces Feelscast, or just head straight to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E slash Faces Feelscast to find all the info you'll ever need about the show. You can stream the episodes, be directed to your favorite podcast providers, find links to all our social media platforms and sponsors, and you can even buy me a coffee. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or interview requests, you can send us an email to facesandfeels at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and Spotify. A banger theme is Loose Lips Sink Ships by the Thunder Vipers. Check it out on Spotify. And now hang around for a quick word from some friends of the show. My body is a roadmap of pain. Deathmatchworldwide.com the official online merchandise store that is only for Deathmatch Wrestling. Featuring official t-shirts from No Peace Underground, John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, Zona 23, Neil Diamond Cutter, G. Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher, and many more. If you are a Deathmatch Wrestling promotion, manager, or platform and are interested in joining the web store, send us an email to deathmatchworldwide at yahoo.com. Deathmatchworldwide.com for the violent view. Vinyls and Violence a brand celebrating a love of music and deathmatch wrestling. Follow on Instagram at Vinyls and Violence. Follow on Twitter at Legalize Ranch, and that's Ranch with two H's. 
and buy the shirts from deathmatchworldwide.com. Vinyls and violence. Pretty sure it's like some weirdo shit like Pokemon or something. <laughs>